Okay. Hey everyone, welcome to All Black Emory's new podcast about Black Poets Month, um, which is what is celebrated in October. Um, I am Jada, the executive producer of All Black Emory, and we're just so excited to bring this to you. So we can go ahead and get started with the introductions and get on with the scheduled program from there. Um, so, as I said, my name is Jada. Um, I am a third year at Emory, and I'm also a neuroscience and philosophy major. Um, hello, my name is Dusu. I am a, a sophomore, and I am a sociology and uh, global health minor with, uh, and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, my name is Cicely. I am a junior in the college. I was majoring in psychology and theater, but now, but am now in the transition to pre-nursing, and my pronouns are she, her. Perfect. Um, so now we'll just get on with the conversation. So um, I was just wondering, like, how did you guys, like, get into, like, poetry or, like, whatever art forms that you love doing, and, like, what was that main inspiration that you had? I mean, I guess I can go first. Um, I got into poetry, like, I would say, um, like, in high school, mainly. Like, I was into art, like, kind of, like, expressing myself through art in, like, middle school. But in high school, I, like, got into art. Um, and art meaning, like, specifically, like, spoken art, which was basically, like, poetry. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. It wasn't any particular reason. It was just, like, seeing other like artists be able to express themselves that way, like, and using that in order to um, create whatever like change and advocacy they could create. Like it was, I wanted to be able to do things like that with my poetry. And it also helped me like express my emotions that I didn't know how to, for some reason couldn't say with regular words. Like I had to put it in a poem um, and it made things that I thought didn't make sense make sense because poetry isn't necessarily supposed to make sense. I don't know if that, yeah, if that, yeah, but yeah, essentially, like, it let me kind of be, like, authentically me um, without having to, like, filter myself or feel as though I have to um, make something sound a certain way. No, yeah, I 100% agree with that, and I resonate with that a lot. Um, I started poetry in, like, middle school. It started off as songwriting. Little did I know that a lot of songs were simply just poems with a tune or with a rhythm attached to it. So I started then. I had always done, like, singing and acting throughout middle school, and then it kind of just continued, and I really got into it a bit more when I took my first poetry class at Emory, and I realized what I had been doing a lot before, and, like, acting and singing was all just different forms of poetry and expression of words, and like you said, um, it poetry really expresses a lot of things that I can't just say to someone like it's a lot of things that like my head understands and I understand but then when I try to explain it to someone like they might not get it but if you put it in the form of a poem everyone has their own like interpretation and that's what I love because even though it might not be exactly what I was trying to express people get some form of expression and usually it's helpful to them it's helpful to me to express it and it's just helpful overall so I don't know, it became de definitely like a form of self-care to me, a form of expression and just an art that I continue to do. No, definitely that that's like beautiful. Like the stuff people can like just resonate and have like different perspectives over like your poetry and stuff like that. So 
you end up helping yourself, but also like helping and affecting like other people as well, which is amazing. Um, so like with your like poetry, like how, how do you use that to like advocate for like change inside? It could be like with, with anything as well. Um, for me, like I'm a very big questioner. Like I question a lot of things in life because I feel like in order to like deconstruct certain systems or like in order for us to like move forward with something you first need to question it and like figure out what the problem with it is if that makes sense um and so like a lot of the things that I do in my poetry is that I like tend to ask like a lot of why questions or I tend to like critique certain systems that I feel like just doesn't like don't make sense and I'll start to like um like I'm a debater so I start to like in a weird way poke holes in like logic that occurs within um certain structures and I think that like, that's helpful with helping people understand that like the way that we function within the world isn't necessarily like the way that it should be. Um, and that we're allowed to like break free of like our like normal way of living and that we can see the world through a different point of view. And then it's also okay to question things. Like it's okay to question authority figures and it's also okay to question an institution that you go to. Um, and it's okay to question like, capitalism and all the other big, 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 big structures. But yeah, I think a big way I do it is through like questioning like life, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I actually love how you put that. For me, I'm a really big observer. And in a lot of my poems, you can see I point out just like really small details about things that, or like I describe things in ways that normal, or I guess that people wouldn't typically describe a certain, like the trees moving in the wind, like describing it in just a different way or trying to put it in a different perspective. And I think that's a big way that I try to advocate for change is by shifting the narrative or shifting the perspective, offering different ways to view a situation because it's not always just black and white. Sometimes there's like a tint of red in it too. And just pointing out that, that is there and that it should also be seen and that there are different perspectives perspectives to offer to the picture. Um, yeah, I think that's my biggest way. I think in general, words are very powerful. So a simple sentence could have so much meaning behind it just from the formation of even just punctuation in a poem, like where you decide to put a comma, how you decide to structure your poem, um, what words you decide to use if you want to be um, use a metaphor, a simile, like all of that just really goes into the construction of advocating for change and painting like the greater picture overall. Exactly. Like I find it like to be like insane or like so amazing how like a word can like have can like lead to so much like emotion and, and everything like that. Um, and like how that just like makes up the whole like poem and everything and just the feeling that that like evokes from it as well it's really cool and then um what was it so also with like your with your poetry with your art who was like your main inspiration your inspirational source from it or inspiration that you gather from if that makes sense <laughs> for me i think most recently um because I said that I really started writing poetry a lot more when I got to college. Um, there's a poet called Ada Limon and a lot of my inspiration from even how I um, shape my poems um, 
are really greatly affected by her. She was the first poetry book that I read from start to finish. So, and it was also one of those, because in high school, a lot of times a lot of the poetry we read would be like Shakespearean things, but she was one of the most first contemporary artists that I read. And she talked about real topics such as like, um, um, miscarriages and like um, just bigger things, the bigger things that have impacted all of us, women's rights. Um, she's not a person of color, so she didn't hit on some of those aspects, but just characteristics as a woman in general, um, she spoke on and it kind of inspired me to realize that I can talk about these things in my work. Um, that doesn't just have to be something that sounds pretty. Sometimes a poem doesn't have to sound pretty as long as you're expressing what you're trying to say. And I feel like a lot of times, a lot of people get caught up in, oh, this has to rhyme with this line. But with her poetry, she just said what she wanted to say. And it was impactful just because of the way she put it and her speaking her mind. And so that's where a lot of my inspiration com comes from. And outside of that, um, I think a lot of my inspiration just comes from a lot of Black actresses in general, because that's what I grew up. I want to be an actress myself, so I grew up with the, um, taking a lot of inspiration, um, especially the emotional side. Um, Cicely Tyson, who I'm named after, Viola Davis, um, even Maya Angelou, I took a lot of inspiration from them. Um, for me, like, I would say, like, obviously, like, the stereotypical kind of, like, Maya Angelou, heavy Maya Angelou fan, like Audre Lorde, um, and like kind of those like very inspirational like Black poets that have set in a lot of stone for the rest of us. Um, but mainly like I actually, I don't know if you guys know Portia O. She's the girl who made the Angry Black Woman poem. Um, yeah. I don't know if you heard it, but you should listen. It's a very good poem. Um, yeah. But I love like her, like she's raw. Like I don't know how else to explain it, but she's just such a raw person. And when she's on the stage giving poetry, like every time I watch the video, I'm like, that's what I want to be. Like, I don't know how I'm going to be that, but that's what I want to be. Like, and it's so, it makes you feel not only like you understand her pain, but you also like understand like where, how her frustrations came to be. If that makes sense, she's really good at like explaining and articulating herself. Um, and that gave me a lot of like inspiration to like want to be like her almost, if that makes sense. And like get my poetry um, to be as impactful. Like I can say a word and that word will hit you in a way that you don't even understand and you get to interpret it how you feel. Um, and uh, there's also like, I'm No Name. Um, she's she's a singer um, and No Name is, uh, she's like a, like I, I'm assuming she's in the R&B section, um, but, or rap. Um, and like, she does not have a stereotypical singing voice. Like she doesn't sound like Beyonce, but she's an amazing singer. And like her voice is almost like deep and different. And she's so good at like articulating her words. She has a song like Rainforest, like named Rainforest. And Rainforest is about capitalism and just like the way that like um, anti-Blackness is linked to it. But she was able to put it so smoothly, but like nothing was like rhyming. Nothing was like, in hindsight, if you were to read the lyrics, you're like, okay, like whatever. But when she's saying it, it's delivered so well and so like authentically that you're just like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Like, this sounds so good. Um, so those are like my main inspirations. I like listening to people who I feel like are just like authentically themselves and are not trying to fit into a box um, that like everyone is trying to put them in, but instead are saying like, you know, screw the box, like I'm who I am and like, you're gonna take me for all of that and I'm still going to be successful and still going to be able to make the same amount of impact as anyone else. 
Yeah, I find that like just like so inspirational and everything too. Like they're just they don't want to like conform to the box. They're like just the stereotypes of society is like want to put want to put them in and everything, and they're just able to like break out of that through like their words and, and stuff like that because that just holds so much power as well and that's everything um so another question um that we have was how has Emory or like the Emory community supported their art and how like can we support your art as well um I guess when it comes in terms of art as poetry, um, I'm not heavily involved in the poetry community at Emory, so it's a little bit harder for me to speak on this. So if any of y'all are, and I say something wrong, please feel free to correct me. But um, I know that in the poetry class, the one poetry class here that I did take, they the selection of the professors was very, very nice. Like there's actually some really high ranked professors in the poetry um, department that have their own work and have their own books published. And they also just offer really, really good feedback. Like I don't ever remember any of the feedback um, being like, you should change this because it doesn't sound right. It's more of like, okay, I like this idea. Now, how can we like shape it a little bit better so that like you can express what you're trying to get through. And I appreciated that way more than like, mm, I think you can go a different route with this or it's, you know, like, and that is some feedback that some artists that some professors give if they don't particularly agree with it, especially if they can't relate to what the person is writing about. Um, outside of that, I know that they have, they give out scholarships. There's like a poetry um, competition that happens every year where they award scholarships to the different um, artists. Um, I mean, poets here. And I think that's very beneficial just to show that like their voice is heard and that they're appreciated here on campus. That is all to my knowledge of what exactly is like full encompass of the poetry department. But I'm sure that all the professors are just as help, like are extremely helpful um, and like beneficial to like each person's craft. Yeah, like I'm on the same like boat as you. I'm not really involved in the poetry community and like at Emory specifically. Um, and I don't know, like I would say like a lot of the poetry that I have interacted with has been via classrooms um, or like at those like uh, mini poetry, like not poetry slams, but like when the people are like singing and dancing and then a few people will come on and like do poetry. That has probably been the only time that I've like interacted with it on campus. Um, but I would say that like in classrooms, like um, at least the professors that I had did really well at allowing us to incorporate poetry, not only into our writing, but also just like showing us poets that we never even heard of or like be like allowing us to understand that, like, um, especially when it comes to poetry, there is no right way to write poetry. Um, and I like I like really respected that idea that like I don't have to like I don't have to uh like be scrutinized for the way that I write my poetry and it's not going to be treated as a regular essay or as a regular paper um that's going to go through like 40 different proofreads and you know all of those crazy things that we do whenever we're writing regular papers um so I would say like I think that Emory has picked a like really good professors um who when they do touch on those things they're really good at doing it um but I would say that in order to like support them more I would probably say maybe, I don't know, like a Black poet club or like something that allows for like more expression to occur on campus um, or even just like announcing when a lot of these like 
poetry slams or like music situations are occurring because a lot of times I don't know about it until it's happening and it's like oh okay what I would have loved to like read a poem at this place or like I I know a a few people who would have loved to perform here and um, I think just being more um, open about the art expression that occurs on campus and allowing other people to join in on that community um, would be beneficial to like other uh, to like people who want to be a part of that. No, definitely. Um, no, yeah, I feel like definitely like what you said, like letting like the Black Poets Club would be like amazing and just having people to like connect to and everything about that and advertise some different events also um, would be really amazing as well for that. Um, and so another question is, um, what would you say for people who are like starting like poetry or like wanting to give poetry like a try? and everything. What's your advice in that matter? Um, I can go. I think one of the biggest, well, there are two big points, but one of the biggest things that I think when I first started poetry, I constantly, I touched on this a bit earlier, but I constantly felt like, um, well, in the beginning, I constantly felt like my poems needed to rhyme in order to um, be able to sound nice, I guess. But as I said earlier, and as you have said also too, like the most important thing is being authentic and being true to yourself when you're writing these poems and making sure that you're getting out what you need to get out and that um, that it's okay for like corrections to occur in the after process, but not so much to the point where you're taking away what you your intentions of the poem to be. And then another big thing that I feel like a lot of artists and poets, especially me, that I got caught up into was that you don't, you're not, as you go into the craft, you're not required to always have to write about your traumatic situations. Like you don't have to relive that just to, for someone else's entertainment. Like it's not necessary. If you feel like, because when you're writing, you are reliving it. You're going through the entire process. You're trying to figure out how to put these traumatic hardships that you went through on paper. And sometimes if that's what you need to be able to get through that situation, pull out, go for it, but never feel like you need to do that in order to get a good poem out of it. Like your trauma is not worth a good poem. It's not worth someone else's entertainment or someone else's um, relatability to it, you know? So I think that's one of the biggest things, um, protecting yourself before you try to go and try to help out others. Cause it's important to take care of yourself as a poet, as an artist, all those things are important for you to be able to continue producing the work that you want to create. Because I don't know, I feel like it's important in the sense to be selfish, I guess. And I think it's really important to be selfish as a poet because you come first and maybe selfish isn't the right word, but I'm gonna say, be selfish be selfish when it comes to like because it's for you you have to put your mental health first so I definitely say keep your voice but also know when you want your voice to yourself and when you want to share it with others yeah well said like honestly like that was quite literally everything that I was thinking like obviously be authentically you but um, make sure that like you understand that like poetry is for you like it's not for the consumption of whomever else is around you um, and I think that like one of the things that I also really got caught up in was this idea that like I had to be um, my poems had to sound pretty and had to sound good for other people and like no one wants to hear about my poetry if my poetry is not about my trauma and the things that I've gone through in life and like I have to 
always talk about like the the nitty gritty of certain situations and institutions. Like I like talking about those things, but I also like to talk about that pretty flower that I saw the other day that really just hit my heart differently. You know, like I think it's okay to be to like remove yourself from the mold, right? Like we push ourselves into a mold, even though we don't want to be there. Um, and I think that like making sure that your poetry is not for the consumption of others, but for you, because at the end of the day, poetry is self-care within itself. Like it's this idea that like, I'm going to express myself how I want to express myself. And it's not meant to be judged. It's not meant to be criticized because your whole point of the poem is for you to get your feelings out there and let it be raw. Um, and if you decide that you want to share that with other people, like that's amazing. And I think that like sometimes sharing it with other people can be extremely beneficial. Um, but I think that sometimes opening yourself up for that scrutiny, like scrutiny and um, criticism can be really bad for your own mental health. Because if you're sitting here reporting your trauma to the world and the world is like, oh, but it doesn't rhyme. You know, that I don't know how how well my mental health will do it after that. You know, like, sorry, I just told you about all of these things that I went through and you just were like, nah, that don't matter. It don't sound good though, you know? So just make sure you like understand that like poetry is not meant to be for everyone else. It is meant to be for you. And then also like, don't ever like uh, focus on like making a poetry sound a certain way. Like, I feel like I was so obsessed with that. Like the, not even just rhyming, just like making it structured and, all of these, like, remember, like, the Shakespearean, like, you have to have this amount of lines with this amount of this and that and that. Poetry can be one word. Poetry can be a blank page. Like, just understand that poetry is interpretation and expression, and poetry can be anything you want it to be. And so don't ever get caught up in the structure. Like, sometimes, like, if you just put one word on the sentence, and if you grow from that, you do. But if you don't, leave it there. You're not meant to explain it to anyone um, at all. So if that's all that that poem is going to be, then that's all that the poem is going to be. Um, and I think that's like what I have to say about that. Can I add on something really quick? I'm so sorry, Jada. <laughs> no, I was <laughs> I was just going to say, and if you ever need proof of what she just said, especially in Black art, if you were to look up any type of Black artist, even like all the way if you want to go all the way back to slavery, to segregation, to the civil rights movement, yeah, you will find some where like trauma is expressed, obviously, because those are the hardships they were going through, but you will find so many poems filled of joy, even as simple things of, like you said, like a flower or something as simple as of like um, going to church, because once again, even back then, they know that they knew that there was a time to share their struggles, but there was also a time to find what to also find some beauty and share that too, to share like the good parts too, to not always have to be expressing that to the world. So yeah, that's all I was just gonna say. If you ever need proof of that, there's so many other black artists out there who also have taken the time to separate the two and know when to speak of which. Yeah, I feel like those are very like, that was a very beautiful sentiment that both of you guys said and yeah, that was really amazing and amazing advice for um, inspiring like artists to listen to. And I think because of that, that would be like a good, a good like point to like end like the podcast with and everything. So like, does anybody have like any like concluding remarks or anything else that you want to say? Thank you all for having us. This has this is amazing, and I'm glad that y'all are taking time to recognize this month. No, of yeah, I agree. Like they like this is a good like I feel like it was a good thing to like have a conversation. I actually didn't even know Black Poets Month existed. I'm not gonna lie. 
um, as a pope myself, which is kind of sad, but like I, it's never been advertised. So I'm glad that you guys are making their, like letting there be a platform for this to like be a conversation to be had. Um, and like, yeah, like if you guys ever need like poetry recommendations or if someone does want to start a, like a little poetry club, let me know. Let me know. I'm a little busy. I do. But like if, <laughs> if you want to create it, I will be there. You know, I will be on the faculty committee, but I don't know if I could create it. That's a lot of work. But in general, though, in general, like if you got or if you guys just want to like sit around and do like a spoken word night, like every once in a while, like we could do that as well. That'd be cute. So but yeah, thank you for having us. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for um, just telling us like your stories and your experiences about being um, an artist. And I believe that is all for today. So thank you for listening or watching and we will see you in the next episode of All Black Emory's podcast. Bye. Bye.